0: Good day. You're tuned into Free City Radio. Thanks for joining us on our weekly podcast. It is Tuesday, the 4th of May. I'm your host, Stefan Christophe, in Montreal. Thank you for being with us. Today on the show, uh, we are going to be featuring an interview with Eleanor de Guzman, uh, who is the Secretary for Human Rights at the KMU, that is the May 1st Movement in the Philippines. Um, This is a workers' uh, union, a network of workers' organizations in the Philippines that have organized over the years many strikes and actions to highlight working conditions in the Philippines, but also to um, point to the ways that international corporations operating in the Philippines treat Filipino workers. So in that regard, uh, KMU has highlighted uh, local manifestations of workplace injustice but also uh, targeted the ways that international corporations, uh, whether it's in textile or food production or industrial production uh, or mining, operating in the Philippines uh, have systemically mistreated workers there. Um, The reason I wanted to highlight the work of KMU and specifically their human rights department Uh, is twofold. Uh, I thought that this is important given its May Day and there is such a significant uh, labor movement in the Philippines. Um, And the KMU is a very uh, excellent, uh, wide-reaching network of workers' organizations, workers' centers, um, trade unions across the Philippines. Uh, KMU is very impressive. I've been in Manila, I've spent time with organizers from that uh, network. The second reason I thought it was important, there are many, but these are the two main ones, is that uh, it is uh, May Day, uh, the week of May Day. And um, I wanted to highlight an example of the ways that um, May Day is manifested in different parts of the world. And finally, um, there's a really important um, very current and dangerous situation going on in the Philippines today, which is called red tagging. Uh, The populist right-wing government of Duterte, uh, the current president of the Philippines, has been uh, using the cover of the war on drugs to uh, target left movements uh, in the Philippines. We've seen similar tactics used by state power in the Americas over the last uh, generations, whether it's in Colombia or in Mexico. In different countries, the governments, uh, right-wing governments and military forces using uh, the cover of the war on drugs to uh, basically institute policies of state-organized killings and violence targeting social movements. There's something currently happening very similar to that in the Philippines. It's done through this um, a process of red tagging which is basically claiming that la- labor unions or human rights organizations are Marxists and through that justifying their um, state policies of violence are being justified um, just by this claim and there's no legal process around this. So I spoke with Elnard Guzman about all of this. Um, Elnard joined me from Manila uh, to speak here on Free City Radio. So here's our conversation.
1: Yes, yeah, thank you, Stefan. So, um, I am Eleanor De Guzman, or I'm more known here as Lengua De Guzman. So, mm-hmm. I work as the human rights director or the secretary for human rights of Kilusang Mayo Uno or the May 1st Movement, mm-hmm. uh, which is the a major trade union center here in the Philippines. We are affiliated with the international trade union confederation that will be our global federation so um, with regard to the topic i am gonna discuss the policy of the government where um, that that is uh the cost or that has been uh, been, that that has been used against Mm -hmm. um organized peoples here in the philippines uh, as a means of uh, the state's uh, campaign of suppression to suppress any form of critic and dissent among the people critical of the uh, Duterte's um, uh, authoritarian and rising tyranny in the Philippines. So um, I would like to talk about uh, first um, the, the ongoing um, counterinsurgency campaign, Mm-hmm. That is being launched by the government, mm-hmm. and um, the president issued the executive order number no. seventy which created the national task force mm-hmm. to end local communist armed conflict. Uh, the, abbrevi- the abbreviation would be NTFLTAC. Mm-hmm. Um, as the major machinery of this counterinsurgency campaign, so it is an inter uh, interagency and um, task force mm-hmm. uh, involving almost all the major uh, uh, government agencies here, mm-hmm. from the police, the armed forces, the department of uh, local government, um, almost all the major departments, and they are coordinating to launch this counterinsurgency campaign nationwide. Mm-hmm. But what, as we have been saying, this ntf and this Executive Order 70 is directed towards progressive uh, organizations and people's organizations, and not really against the armed uh, groups, you know, mm-hmm. that that is uh, involved in the armed conflict with the armed forces of the Philippines. So, mm-hmm. uh, particularly, that will be the Communist Party of the Philippines,
0: mm-hmm.
1: New People's Army. That is mm-hmm. the the uh, armed wing of the Communist Party here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But you would not hear any news about any uh, confrontation or encounter by the AFP or the armed forces of the Philippines with these armed groups. All of the NTFL tax activities and um, campaigns are directed towards legal people's organizations including the trade unions here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So this NTFL tax is fueled by a 19 billion hefty budget, 19 billion pesos hefty budget and the NTF is the, the uh, main machinery and spearheading all the red tagging here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I would like to relate the the red tagging with the anti-terror law mm-hmm. because the anti-terror law, as we have questioned before the Supreme Court mm-hmm. is um, is breaching and it's uh, violative mm-hmm. of our constitutional rights mm-hmm. uh, to due process and other uh, civil liberties because, it created the anti-terror council which could designate uh, certain organizations and individuals as terrorist organizations Mm -hmm. even without the corresponding um, uh, judicial process that usually would be required and uh, under the old anti-terror law that we had
0: before. Mm -hmm. Yeah well I mean I think that um, what you're just outlining about Red tagging and the anti-terror law. Um, Just for people to understand, because, you know, the mainstream media here has been talking about the war on drugs in the Philippines under Duterte, as it's called, right? But there seems to be like a very clear connection between that process and the systemic attempts to marginalize and enforce actions of state violence against social movements. Um,
1: so yeah, that, so uh, that is true.
0: Try to yeah, highlight any connections that exist between those two things. That
1: would well, happy. it is um, the war on drugs is also fueled by a, a huge fund, and the war on drugs is um, actually run by, um, according to uh, financial uh, uh, rewards mm-hmm. uh, to the members of the philippine national police the police force so they would it would not matter for the police whether they are aiming for real uh drug uh syndicates uh drug pushers or whoever whoever is involved in the drug uh in the drug uh industry or the drug uh uh big the business here mm-hmm. but they could also target simple or small time um drug users or drug mm-hmm. pushers who are usually the poor yeah or not even not because they can they can say they can always say that you know he's being suspected of uh drug pushing drug yeah. peddling drug use etc but then it really doesn't matter because there is no juice process to prove that in the first place yeah they will just conduct their raids of whatever community and whoever um, and then they will just say that they were they killed the person because the person nan uh fought back uh, we call in tagalog it's nan laban Mm-hmm. So, or he retaliated against the police, mm-hmm. whether uh, resisting arrest or he tried to fight back, or he has a gun and he tried to shoot back, etc. Mm-hmm. So it, it now it is being used um, towards activists and uh, target uh, targets of the administration mm-hmm. for the counterinsurgency campaign. The same way that they they have to kill persons people for financial rewards so um and they use also the scheme or the alibi that these persons were resisting arrest and they were fighting back that's why we had to shoot them Mm. so the it is connected and very similar in the sense that they create this pretext first that there is a big problem of drugs in the Philippines all the other problems of poverty in in the country are stemming from this uh, drug problem, and we we have heard the president Duterte saying that na uh, uh, the real problem of the country is that uh, the drug uh, the, the the use of illegal drugs et cetera. In the same way that they, they, they will paint that picture that that the real problem and the culprit are this people who are involved in the drug business. Mm -hmm. And usually they are the small people and they're not the big drug syndicates in the country that is out of the picture. Mm -hmm. In the same way that they build this pretext Mm -hmm. that uh, these people who are fighting government, who are critical of the government, are terrorists and criminals. All right? So in that sense, when... uh, When the government, uh, for example, do the red tagging, they are painting that picture that these people are terrorists and they should be surrendering to the government and that they should be purged or they should be eradicated. So they resort to the red tagging to build this pretext. For their um, mm-hmm. attacks against the peoples, for their suppression of the critics and the dissenters, mm-hmm. and the red tagging is really vicious. Mm-hmm. They they put up posters, they put up pictures of um, of known leaders and activists, they, all with all their names and affiliations, and affiliations being affiliations with peoples' organizations that are legitimate and uh, representative, representative of the marginalized sectors. Mm-hmm. So with all this funding and machinery that they have nationwide through the, the Executive Order 70 with the National Task Force of uh, LCAC, the NTF LCAC, they can really do this very uh, diligently mm-hmm. nationwide. That's why they have assigned units of the National Task Force in each province so all these policies and machineries and this, this, this uh, budget, these funds, work together uh, are are very co- coherent, including the anti terror law, mm-hmm. um, with the red tagging, and then they proceed with their um, warrantless arrests and their raids and their um, and their killings.
0: Thank you for outlining all that. I was wondering, um, the KMU, so the May 1st movement, uh, Trade Union Federation, linked to many um, social movements. Um, can you just uh, share with us a bit more as to why this is such a concern um, for the KMU, like as a, as a union movement, as a workers' movement, um, why uh, challenging and critiquing this war on drugs policy, which we do hear about in the news, but why is it important for the KMU and the work that you're doing?
1: The red tagging really uh, is aiming also for the trade unions. Why? Because trade unions are more or less institutional organizations. Mm. We are recognized by the labor department. We are recognized by the international labor organization. And we are legitimate organizations of workers inside Factories and workplaces and industrial parks and eco zones mm-hmm. that we work uh, in. Uh, also, we also conduct ourselves in tripartite uh, mechanisms with government and business. Mm-hmm. So, we are very established as trade unions and as organizations of the workers. Mm-hmm. And we are being the most organized um, section mm-hmm. here in the cities. Uh, we are easy targets also because they know specifically for KMU that we are critical of uh, uh, government policies that are impoverishing and that are very exploitative and impressive to the Filipino workers and the people. So we are critical in that sense. But it is not just KMU. It is an attack and a threat to the whole trade union movement in the Philippines. And Mostly it will be KMU who will be red tagged and all that, but other unions as well that are not affiliated with KMU because we have lots of trade union centers here. But, of course, KMU is one of the biggest. And we are the they call the red the red unions here in the Philippines, but it does not really matter whether uh, you're affiliated with KMU or with other trade union centers. As long as you're, you're a leader of a trade union in a certain uh, company, you will be target of uh, of red tagging as long as you your union is genuinely advancing workers' rights and 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 freedom of um, association and um, freedom to, to organize workers. So it is a big threat for them because through the trade unions, through unions, we can organize people. And organizing people, of course, would also mean that we can collectively voice our demands and our uh, our uh, demands and uh, critique of the government. So I think that is very important. And that is why in the Philippines, even if it's KMU who is the usual target and we have lots of victims from our members, we are also supported by other trade unions as well because they know that an attack to any of the union, like an attack to KMU and to to, to union leaders of KMU. is also an attack to the whole trade union movement here in the Philippines, and that is why we are always working together with trade union centers here, and we are always uh, calling for support for our from our global unions, and we're calling, and we are um, appealing and filing complaints before the ILO because we know that the 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 red tag and the attacks that uh, follow the red tagging, such as harassment, threats, illegal Mm -hmm. arrests, and worse, killings, is an attack to the whole trade union movement in the Philippines, violative of basic um, uh, trade union rights to self-organization freedom of association as provided in uh, labor conventions. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, um, of course, violative of basic human rights, the right to liberty, a right to life, human basic human rights to life, liberty, and civil liberties, of course, uh, like freedom of assembly, freedom of expression, and um, due process that should uh, be happening. Because like in the war on drugs, what the police is doing is they are using um, baseless search warrants and warrants of arrest. They make up all these search warrants on paper, he should buy some courts, and they will use this to justify their raids on the houses on the on the residences of trade union leaders and then they will say that oh we found some firearms we found those explosives we found an armory inside the office of this trade union and then they will use that as their premise for arresting this um trade union leaders and so we always say, no, you know, this is illegal arrest because you don't have any legal basis to uh, arrest the the our members and our leaders in the first place. What they do is that they use this uh, semblance of legality through the search warrants and they plant evidences to make it appear that they have legal basis to conduct the searches and also under uh, and also conduct the arrests. No, but we have always maintained and asserted that these arrests are illegal the searches are invalid because it is uh, born out of very baseless search warrants the arrests are not valid the arrests are illegal because you have no right or we have no reason to be arrested we are not criminals and terrorists and we we do and all the evidences they use in the cases are all planted so so that is why red tagging really we call it it kills because it really can kill you if they proceed to the to the next stage of uh, violating human rights they do the red tagging so that they could justify uh and provide the pretext for grave human rights violations among the people um, that is the basically the policy. So, of course, you have may, maybe you have heard about um, the Bloody Sunday uh, incidents and the killing of our union leader Daddy Miguel. So that were those are the latest cases of uh, human rights violations here in the Philippines that really caught the attention of the United Nations of the international community. And of course, um, uh, it is highly con is being condemned by the global community and the human rights uh, advocates all over the world. Um, And recently, we have been doing efforts to um, help our countrymen who are um, uh, undergoing hardships because of the pandemic and the lockdowns that we have here in the Philippines. So uh, if you have also heard, we have been uh, conducting and community panties that uh, basically is generated by donations from our countrymen and being given away to those who are in need here. So the latest of which is it is, it is being red tagged too. And all the organizers of the community pandits are being red tagged by the NTF LCAP. And it, it, this has led really just extreme and absurd and very um, incredible uh, accusations of the NTF LCAP against the community pantry organizers is that it, it also, of course, caught the ire and the con- condemnation of our um, politicians. The Senate has called for defunding the ntf uh, um and not giving them any budgetary allocation. And the, this is, has been our call um, uh, uh, for some time now because the ntf cap has not done nothing good for, our, for the Filipinos. It has been just involved in this red tagging and all these human rights violations among the people. So we continue to fight for justice for the victims of the Bloody Sunday massacre and all the arrests, illegal arrests that happened that day. And we are very um, enraged and condemn the killing of our union leader, Dandy Miguel, uh, who he is a national council member of Tulusang Mayo Uno and the main leader of of our unions in Southern Tagalog, which uh, uh, is the uh, is the region of uh, most of our industrial parks and uh, economic zones in the Philippines. So, um, so that so the trade union here in the Philippines, especially among came, you are being um, attacked by the government, um, killings, illegal arrests, our union leaders, all of our unions. In, in in Southern Tagalog are being um harassed by members of the NTF LCAC and being uh, convinced to disaffiliate with their unions and federations and altogether abandon their union work. It is that bad that they had to dis- they 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 intend to discourage workers from organizing unions and their associations. That is why it is that is why KMU is really involved in the fight for um, uh, trade union rights and human rights in the Philippines for the democratic rights of our people. And because we are also at the forefront of uh, campaigns and mass struggles for the welfare and rights of Filipino workers and the people. And this is precisely the reason why the government targets KMU and trade unions in our unions and our members and leaders, because we are critical of uh, of government policies that are repressive, that are oppressive, to uh,
0: the Philippines. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to share all your thoughts. Thank you uh, uh Stefan. Thanks so much. That was Eleanor de Guzman of the May 1st Movement in the Philippines, the KMU. The KMU uh, is a network of workers' groups and unions, uh, worker centers in the Philippines working extremely hard to uh, highlight uh, systemic injustices facing workers in the Philippines today and um, given it is the week of May Day I thought it was really important to highlight the work of KMU here on Free City Radio. This is the 40th edition of Free City Radio. Uh, I'm your host Stefan Christoph. Thank you so much for being with us. It is Tuesday the 4th of May today and um, I'm going to go now to a piece of music by DJ Crush. Here we go. That was DJ Crush here on Free City Radio. And this is the 40th edition of the show. We broadcast, we share with you a new podcast every Tuesday. Uh, I'm your host, Stefan Christoph. Thank you so much for uh, listening. If you like what you're hearing, please share um, info on the podcast with a friend. Let them know. Subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, And we'll be back next Tuesday. I'm going to go out with a piece of music from a recent album that I collaborated on uh, by a bunch of musicians. Uh, our project's called Rev and this is from our recent release called Crepuscule. and this piece is called Harken.